sorry. <laughs> hello. 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 Uh, my, hello and welcome hello. to a very special episode of the Horror Herald. Because mm -hmm. we're not together in the same studio. No. We're in our rooms. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. Um, the reason for this is um, a, a sad turn of events. Uh, my mother... Uh, has been hit by the coronavirus. Uh -huh. uh, not a great thing. Just around the holiday season, which isn't fantastic. Uh -huh. And to be safe, because Louis' little bitch boy, he said, stay at home. Uh -huh. I don't want you. Mm -hmm. and I, I told and him this. He was like, my mother has COVID. And I said, finally, an excuse not to be around you. Yeah, because mm -hmm. he, 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 he hates that studio upstairs. He's uh, like, oh, it's, it's fucking cramped. It's cramped. It's, it's annoying. Fucking, it's gross. Uh, and it it's gets hot. everywhere. God. It, and it's, but it's, it's okay, but we're doing it over here, mm -hmm. and that's fine. We've got little. I I got my little get up going. I got little, especially made get up for it. You know, mm -hmm. got a little got our DVDs here. Got my vinyl, some of them. Got Evil Dead, Fog, whatever. And uh, Louis got a little got a little Christmas decoration because it's the Christmas season. Can you share the Christmas decoration, Louis? Look at that! It's a little reindeer. Christmassy. It's, it's a little reindeer. It's the only thing that could I could hang from anywhere. Yeah, and I've got my little Christmas glasses on, mm -hmm. my reindeer glasses. Mm -hmm. Give me perfect vision. Um, and yeah, so that's, it's very good. So, but happy, happy, happy holidays. Happy, happy holiday. December season. Happy, um, happy times. Ha happy December. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, yeah, and because we're in the holiday season, the movie that we are reviewing is Black Christmas. Black that's Christmas. Right, the classic. 1974, the classic, the baby. And it's fantastic. And it's good and uh, that we're reviewing it because it's the holiday Christmassy season. But before we get to it, before we get to it, we have to talk about our sponsor. Uh -huh. That's right, baby. Right. Raid Shadow Legends. No. Uh, <gasps> Raid. No, nah, not Raid Shadow Legends. Loot Crate? Um, loot Crate. Um, I don't know if Louis can see. I don't think he's got the presentation open. Um, no. on his computer. Do you have your presentation open? I'll get it. Do open. you want to get, get you, it? Open. You, you continue. But I, you I will talk about. I'll talk about our sponsor. Yeah. So our sponsor. I'll, I'll add, if I'll I'm add it to the. I'll add it all the news and stuff post. So just talk about it and I'll yeah. add it to post. I think. I think. I think our sponsor, if I'm not incorrect, uh, is bananasanta.weebly.com. That's right. It's bananasanta dot weebly dot com Banana it's a Santa. website it's a website i haven't um yeah it's a website and you'll see uh -huh. it you'll uh -huh. see it it's a cool one uh a sponsor made it i i still don't really know what's going to be in it because i haven't fully made it but you by this time by the That's time fine. of this video you're going to see yeah. com. it's a lot it's going to get you in the christmas spirit it's a fun little adventure. If you don't know what these, uh, what our sponsors are, they're normally just fun little interactive five-minute adventures that you can do. And there'll be a link in it in the description if you're watching this on the phone. But it's cool. Bananasanta.weebly.com. Check it out. And also check out all our other uh, sponsored videos, because uh, sponsored videos, sponsored websites, because they're also a lot of fun too. Um, but now we're going to go into the news of the week. That's right, the news of the week. And what a week it's been. Now, a lot of this may be old news because this video is going to come out a bit after us doing uh, kind of the, the video. Uh, like, we're going to, us filming, it's going to come out like mm -hmm. a week after, I think. So it's still going to be, it's going to be old news by then. 
by uh, by the time you see this video. But it's cool news now. So we're going to talk about it. So the first thing, the first major news, um, and it's 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 awesome. It's 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 big, and this is something that we've been waiting for for a while. Is that the new Scream Six trailer, Scream uh, VI trailer, just dropped? That's why people Scream Six trailer just dropped. Scream Sixum, and it's confirmed the New York setting. So um, it's very cool. It's very cool. It's about it's about like a minute and thirty long. Have you seen it? Have you seen it? I did Lloyd? not watch it. I saw it. And I you, was like, "You did not watch it." I'm not gonna watch it. It doesn't I, spoil much. It's literally just I the same. I don't want to know anything. Okay. I'm gonna go in okay. so blind. They're gonna think I'm blind man McSqueezy. Blind man McSqueezy. Okay. Well, it's a it's a very cool. I'll say like, do you oh, mind yeah, if I talk, talk about, about like, the non spoilery bits? The non spoilery bits. Mm-hmm. Um, is that, it's cool. It's 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 like basically set like it it shows you just the scene. Um, it doesn't show you like the plot. It's kind of an out of context scene at a New York sub subway station. The crew are like on a on a train, and it's really cool because the it's like set on Halloween night. So like it seems like it's oh, set right. on Halloween night. Like it's like New York because everybody's like everybody's wearing costumes. There's someone dressed up as the Bubble Duck. There's someone dressed up as someone from Ready or Not. There's people who dressed up as Jason and Freddy or whatever like that. Everyone's like dressed up as like characters, nice. and it's really cool. And it's like. It gets you kind of in that cool Halloween spirit. And then on the train, we have our gang. And they slowly realize there's a couple people wearing ghost face costumes. And they're like, what's what's going on here? And then I won't, I, something ensues a little bit. But I, I won't get, I got, I won't I get got too much into it. I got the tingles. I was like, ooh. But it's, it's a cool trailer because it, it, it doesn't show you much. It's just literally that scene I and might, a little I might you know, watch jump scared. I'm trying to get slides jump... on my phone to look at this, but it's just it's that's just fine. Not it's a little jump scare at the end, but cool. it's it doesn't show you too much. But cool. also, uh, what I should be what should be said as well, I think, mind you, uh, this is the set release date for uh, Scream Six is going to be March 10, 2023. Should put that mm-hmm. out there. Um, of course, got the whole game back. It's got you know all the original survivors. Yeah. Besides. Neve Campbell, isn't it? But we've already talked about that. We've already talked about that. But it's got everyone, um, which is cool. It's got best characters, Sam, Tawa, Mindy, all yeah. the cool characters, Chad. Good um But yeah, they're back. And it's cool. And what also got released was an image. Have you seen the image, Louis? The promotional yes. image. Yes. Of just Ghostface. It's just yes. Ghostface. Yes. The mask but Ghostface looks has all these strange. like is is strange. And that kinda makes it's me like, think, oh, I know who this how- is. Yeah, it's kind of like it's just the an old mask. It's know. an old mask. So you think, oh, it's an old killer. It's and an old killer. I think I don't if we, want I think, an old killer. I want a new weird guy. Yeah, I, I like, like seeing might, the new you, weird guy. Do you know who I think? Like, I think I think it's to me. It's like, oh, it's Stu. It's got to be Stu. But he even though Stu is dead, telephone in his face. Like, yeah, Stu is like they got his telephone. body. He <laughs> TV, is dead. TV. I feel like having Stu come back is such a retcon in the worst way. Yeah. Although there are cool things to it. Like, imagine, like, Stu talking to, you know, Billy's daughter and then, like, finding it out. That shit would be kind of cool. Yeah, but, like, that's but like, also that sounds like, like fan fiction. That sounds too much like a fan fiction kind of... I feel like it's inevitable that it's going to happen, but uh, on the same time... On the same time, who knows? Anyway, He was too it's dumb cool. to be the killer, to be smart, like, you know, like, to be, like... He was like I know, peer pressure. I, I know. That's the only reason so why he was doing that. 
They're still gonna do that though. My D and D. But boy. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't mind. Anyway, the next. I mean, I, I do mind if they do it well. If they do it well, they yeah. do it well. I'm not gonna complain. But I, I'm gonna be. It's Stu. So like, I'm not like it's too Stu. angry. We love you know? Stu. <laughs> we love Stu. But, but yeah. I, I don't even know if they're gonna actually do that. But yeah. that's kind of what I'm thinking. Like, oh, it's gonna like, be an what old other killer, killer is like still could be still alive. I feel. Know? I also feel like. I also feel like it's too early to bring in Stu. Like, do a trilogy, make it like the third one that you bring back Stu. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. It's exciting. It's exciting. All right. The next bit of our news is that a trailer, another trailer released. I, I'm sorry. I, I'm not too great on the news this uh, this week, but a trailer released for 65. Oh, I saw this one. It's a, it, it's a, it's a dino sci-fi horror starring Adam Driver. This is and this is shit. also funny because it, it's I, also releasing on March 10th, 2023. Same as Scream. I'm gonna watch them so both. So it's like on opening night. This is the back shit. Back to back, double feature. This is the shit I like. Like. How fucking bonk is getting an A-list actor to be in a horror fucking dinosaur movie? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking Sam yeah, Raimi you, you produced. Yeah, yeah Sam Raimi's yeah. producing it. It's starring uh, Adam Driver. Uh, it's by it's got the writers of one of the, the writers uh, yeah. of A Quiet Place, Scott Beck, and it's uh, and and Brian Woods. And it's, yeah, it's cool. And basically, if you don't know what it is, I'll read a little description of what the film is going to be about. It's called, uh, it's basically about after a a catastrophic crash on an unknown planet, Pilot Mills, which is Adam Driver, quickly discovers he's actually actually stranded on Earth 65 million years ago. Now, with only one chance at rescue, Mills and the only other survivor, Koa, I don't think I'm pronouncing that right, something like that, uh, Ariana uh, Greenblatt, must make their way across an unknown terrain riddled with dangerous prehistoric creatures in an epic fight to survive. Awesome. So yeah, big, fun, awesome sci-fi. I don't know if it's full-on horror, but like it's kind of don't care. a bit like that. Sci-fi, awesome. action horror, um, I'm gonna watch with it. dinosaurs. So check that it. out. I love Adam Driver. Yeah, yeah. Sure. All right, so next, finally on the horror news, just uh, and just because I think we're a fan of this franchise, so any what? little bit is cool. I don't know if you've seen this, what? but a uh, new image released for Evil Dead Rise, um, which is which is kind of cool. It doesn't spoil much at all. But uh, we saw, like, two images, I think, beforehand, one of, like, a deadite yeah. and the one of the crew, like, the gang, up yeah. in, like, the apartment where it's going to be set I with, like, a weird that. kind of shot. But this new image, if you... Do you know? Have you seen it, Louis? Or maybe you can search it up really it. quickly now. So you can—I mean, search it up now. It's not spoilery, but it's basically—it's um, of someone floating, maybe a deadite, maybe probably one of the main characters floating, or like standing on the water, like floating on, like kind of like above, like a lawn, like lake. And it's kind of cool. It's kind of a cool image. It doesn't tell you too much. Doesn't spoil too much. I have you seen it? Are you seen it, Louis? Oh, oh wow! I think it's kind of cool. I think it's kind of cool. And we love Evil Dead. We love Evil Dead. Like the, the see, images. I, lo- I love Evil Dead. The images that are coming out of this, like even like this poster, was like like this poster, like that one. That looks sick. As a hand oh, coming that. out of that. I think that's the that looks awesome. Anyway, the the new image is kind of cool, and I just recently found out what the story is going to be, a, kind of basically about. It's going to be about um, dead. 
Yeah, I mean, I'll quickly read it. So in the fifth Evil Dead film, a road-weary Beth pays an overdue visit to her older sister, Ellie, who's raising three kids of her own in a cramped L.A. apartment. So it's set in L.A. It's an apartment. Mm -hmm. The sister's reunion is cut short by the discovery of a mysterious book deep in the bowels of Ellie's building, giving rise to flesh-possessing demons and thrusting Beth into a primary, primal battle for survival as she's faced with the most nightmarish version of motherhood imaginable. Ooh, maybe some mm. scary kind of baby scenes. That might Ooh. be that might be terrifying. Um, but yeah, it's a different setting. It's set in LA, in an LA apartment. So it's wow. like, oh, okay. I'm I guess excited. it's cool you're doing something new. It, it does feel a little bit different from Evil Dead by just the sound yeah. of it. So it's like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to super feel. But, hey, you need change. It's the fifth one in the franchise. Do something. And by some of the images that I've looked at, there's still some old kind of... There's someone like a floating above. Yeah. Like, we're still going to get some of that ca- classic I, Evil Dead you know. imagery. Yeah. But that's... It's it's still... It's very cool. It's very cool. It's a brand new storyline. Bruce Campbell will not be coming back. Um, you never know. He, so might be playing, he might be playing a French restaurant owner. Oh, I mean... I, I, I hope... I don't know. I mean, because he would have to—he would have to be Ash. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, so, okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. I thought I was that. I was like, that's like a weird, like, like no, yeah, distinctive you know, Spider Man three you came up with Louis and Spider Man three, where it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's the news that mm-hmm. we're prepared to, for today. But now it's time for us to go straight into the review for Black Christmas. So, we'll don't see you, you go nowhere, bitch. My chunkly. All right, it's review time for Black Christmas 1974. Not the remake, not the one after that. Strictly, not the one strictly, strictly the original. From Arrow. No, not that one. Not that one. We are doing the original Strictly. Uh, before our review, we have not seen this movie. Uh, we know it's a classic among many people, but uh, yeah. And um, before we, we get into the nitty-gritty, the spoiler territory, let's just quickly do a little overview about how we feel. So, Louis, do you want to lead us off? How did, how did you feel? Don't get too into it, but just uh, right. uh, l- yes. let us know. Cool. I think personally that it has a lot of good a lot of good elements in it. I think that altogether it comes to combine to a really good film. Like I think it's a really good and well structured, oh not well structured, but well thought out and well produced um film. But I feel like there are a lot of um maybe scripting errors or a lot of uh pacing that can kind of bring the the whole thing down, which is unfortunate because I feel like it had a lot of possibilities like this movie if it like tried to like steam down and try to really focus on its topics it could have been absolutely perfect but i feel like there's so much going on with this movie that is really good and fantastic but it, when you when it when it's boiled down there are a lot of things that could have been a bit harsher harshly edited in this movie yeah okay yeah i mean i i I am kind of on the same page as well where um, I like this movie. I respect this movie. I totally understand the cult following for it. I totally understand why people love it. It didn't fully work for me, I think. Yeah. But I do think what it, some of its strengths are really great. Like it, it nails some things on the head. But I don't think it's, to me, um, as good as 
I thought it was going to be. And there were, yeah, some issues, I would say a little bit, some scripting issues that left me feeling a little bit unsatisfied towards the end. Um, But I will get into a review, but overall, I still think it's a, it's a good horror movie. But we'll we'll get more into it. We'll get more into it. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I I think it's good. But yeah, there's a couple of issues for me as well. But of course, we always start off with our positives in our review. And uh, Louis, would you like me to start first? Or how do you feel? You start first. I want to hear. I'll go first. I want to hear an outside perspective on this before I, I say my opinions. An outside perspective. Okay, yeah. All right. So a big positive, I think, for me is that I think. What's really cool is how they kind of directed the killer within this mm-hmm. uh, within mm-hmm. this movie. I think some of yeah. the directing choices were really cool. I think uh, especially they relied heavily on this POV shots. I think some of the POV shots were yeah. really effective. Peeping. Um, and mind you, I was talking to Louis beforehand. I said, when did Jaws come out? And Jaws came out in 1975. And this movie came out before Jaws. And they were doing kind yeah. of POV killer stuff. So that's a big yeah. testament to this movie. Like, wow, they were being kind they of inventive. Stab- I'm sure yeah, other yeah. films have done didn't, this before. Yeah, didn't Peeping Tom, but wasn't that? I think Peeping Tom must have. I don't yeah. know if, if the entire time uh, the killer mm-hmm. was masked like, through POV, but yeah. I, I haven't seen that movie. I don't know. But I know Same, that, I like, oh, this is cool. Because you, yeah. you always think of, like, oh, the POV killer thing. You normally think of Jaws, but this came out before Jaws. Michael and I think it, it was kind of... Yeah, even Mike. Yeah, Michael Myers. But this is this was before that, and this mm-hmm. is and it was really cool. There were some really cool shots, you know, at the very start. Yeah, he was doing kind of parkour, getting into the <laughs> getting to the house, yeah, yeah, yeah. and when funny. he was like opening up the yeah. when he was opening up the kind of like uh, attic the window door alley, yeah. coming down. That was like it's really cool how they use POV. It was kind of fluid, and mm-hmm. I think. Um, for the most part, especially also when it's like behind the sheets, like the, uh, yeah. like, you know, when they're not behind the sheets, but you know, when like, uh, it's like someone's bedroom and there's like clothes lines. Yeah, I can't remember. There's like clothing, the one who's like behind plastic. Who gets uh, the plastic around them. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like one of the first kills, if not the first kill. Mm-hmm. I thought the way they used POV for the most part was really good to me. I think yeah. the, some directing choices there was really good. What do you think, Louis? Uh, let me get my notes and go scroll to the top. Um, Actually, I feel like uh, a very big uh, positive of this movie is a lot of the characters. I feel like a lot of the characters who have motivations and reasonings, like the drunken woman drinking because of the mother and um, the pregnant woman who is Jess, like our main protagonist, uh, and even Peter being a little bitch. I I I like a lot of the characters, but I feel like later on it gets a bit like the actual characters characterizations kind of get lost a bit but at the beginning i feel like they had a very solid idea of what these characters were and especially because you know we we see less and less of them which is kind of i kind of wanted like more characters but the characters that we do have in this movie i feel like i feel like uh like i can root for and i root for jess i like um phil that's that other woman's name like phil okay i got confused he's, uh, he's, um he's, no yeah and I, then i don't know the names the curly big curly hair woman with the glasses she was very oh yeah she yeah, was funny she like she was fun there was the um the the house mother she was um she was fun and a lot of um cool characters in this movie yeah i think yeah definitely i think also like the main kind of sergeant was kind of lieutenant oh yeah yeah lieutenant, yeah the guy from uh, he was kind of cool mm-hmm. as well 
He's on Nightmare on Elm Street, so I was like, oh, that's a recognizable face. Yeah, I think for the most part, for the most part, yeah, the characters are pretty good. Um, not obviously not all of them. I agree with you, Peter's a bastard, but um, Peter's a little bitch. I, I I do I do I do like most most characters. I think, uh-huh. I mean, not to a big degree, but I think no, they no, definitely I just feel like don't it, it completely could've... feel like you know caricatures or yeah. Just I like feel like it could have been like a stereotypes. A Friday the Thirteenth, where like some of the characters, I'm just like, I don't know or care who you are. But, like, at least, like, they gave her urgency of, like, she's pregnant and then the phone calls are talking about her pregnancy. And, and she's, like, get it out of the root or, like, like a um like a sore or whatever. And I was, like... Like a wart. Like, like a, a wart. wart. I was, like, see, it's, like, her character and her motivation is connected to the plot. And I was, like, oh, this is cool. I enjoy this. Like, this is, like, actually giving her yeah. urgency. Even though all of the other characters kind of get sidelined, like, especially the um the drunk woman... But, like, at least there's a reason for her to get drunk because of her, the pressure from her mother. Because at the start week, she gets a phone call from her mum. And I feel like that's, like, a at least a tell towards her yeah, character. Yeah, I think... So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the characters are pretty, pretty like, not nuanced, but, like, yeah. I mean, there's, at least there's like, probably good, issues being you know? told in this movie. There's, like, there's there's... You know, they're talking about issues about, you know, like, uh, abortion, alcoholism, stuff like that. It It's... It's kind of it, it adds a little bit more social commentary to what could just be mm-hmm. a simple slasher film, yeah. even though you know slasher films weren't really big yeah. during the day, uh, weren't really a thin. Um, but um, I will say, yeah, I guess I guess it, it's a good part on this movie that yeah they do try to tackle some issues, make some characters more, nu- more nuanced. Mm-hmm. Even Peter, who I don't love, he still kind of was nuanced. We you know he he had motivations, you know, to be a great pianist and yeah. that you know. I did. I, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed. It feels more nuanced. Yeah, even though I've like I have a somewhat negative about um about uh some of those scenes. I feel like I did enjoy uh, Peter's like just even him playing the piano piece. I feel like that kind of goes into. I enjoy this movie. I feel like this movie kind of goes without genre. Like it's a horror, thriller, okay, and drama. But like, while I'm watching, there's a bit of comedy in there. As yeah, well, it's got I comedy. Think. So like, while I'm watching it, it isn't really defined by a single genre. Like I could like see a whole bunch of mm-hmm. different aspects and avenues this movie went through, and I kind of like, I kind of liked how yeah. like, genreless it was because there was scenes with Peter, and I was like, how does this have to do with anything? I don't know, but I kind of like it. You know, like I don't know. I just kind of enjoyed how like, uh genreless a lot of these scenes were yeah i i guess it, to me, i guess to me, yeah, i mean i me. feel kind of mixed up if it, it feels kind of mixed to me in that way like i i like it because it makes it more kind of like homey when watching this film like yeah i feel like the characters you know they aren't they kind of like talk like you know normal people and they kind of there's a bit of comedy and like laughs between them and smiles and that's kind of nice but on the same time there's like certain characters within the film and i'll, I'll, I'll talk about it in my negatives i won't talk too much about it now yeah. That I feel like maybe they were too comic reliefy that it kind no, of yeah, took yeah, away yeah, from yeah, yeah, this being yeah. kind of a horror movie. Yeah. So I couldn't fully kind of. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of felt about. a bit like weird with it. Mm-hmm. But I know, I know exactly. For the most part, I, I think I think the film I think the film for the most part was kind of made a nice kind of homey feel, and that connects to yeah, another yeah. positive that I want to get into, which okay. is I kind of like the atmosphere that was created in this oh, movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like. I really felt that kind of. Like I felt like I was watching a movie where the whole town was kind of part of it. It was a big kind of like Christmassy. It, I know that's I know it was set during like Christmas, but it mm-hmm. felt 
even when like there was like certain scenes where you know there's people going out on the hunt you know looking for yeah uh like a missing lady even when like the two guys were at the door yeah, of yeah, the yeah. Um, I like that part. of the of the of the lady's uh place um it, when the, the little things about like oh you know there's a murder going around the town and there's them you know staying at mm-hmm. home and like talking about it i feel like that kind of sets up kind of a cool kind of atmosphere where the whole town's it like trying to hunt down the skiller and this kind of feels like a yeah. homely atmosphere where like it it feels not so like disconnected from everything like everyone feels i don't know it's kind of hard to explain like it's kind no, of I it feels you. it just has a cool kind of atmosphere where you feel like there's larger things going on and you can kind of hear about the larger things but it's mm-hmm. even though it's still set during like a smaller setting i don't know there was just a nice atmosphere kind of warm oh, yeah, that, atmosphere that to goes it, into um kind of that, some of that my that was good my uh positives uh I kind of I liked how um it felt uh it felt very uh bottled like a, like a bottle like it was just in the house but it also had so many other um parts like so many other scenes and so many other locations but it still felt isolated like it still felt like mm-hmm. there was still like pressure and there was still isolation within these characters and within the places we were because every time we went to a place it wasn't like a big like like big shot that wasn't like there weren't many like wide shots of any other places except for of the house so it felt very isolated even though we had a lot of locations and i and i really liked the vibe of that whole situation yeah definitely definitely i'll, I'll and, go um, into um uh another one of my positives like uh like an actual positive i really i loved the phone calls but especially the first one i loved i loved i loved it so much I, at the beginning, I was like, this is kind of funny, but I was just like, okay, like the phone calls that they get, like from Billy or whatever, I don't know. Like, like I was like, this is kind of funny, but then after like a second, I was like, it, the funniness went out of me, and I was just like, oh, shit, this is mm. fucking dark, especially like when they went to each shot of each of the of the women, and and like how derogatory, and how, um, like the first calls especially, like how derogatory and like unsettling the words were especially to these women and it was the 70s so it was like even worse and like uh and like these like he's saying the c word and all these bad words that like in the 70s are like awful like extreme you know so like and i and like him laughing at the end of all like laughing at his own insults and his own intense vocabulary and then at the very Mm. end going serious i'm going to kill you and then hanging up it just sets the whole movie from that tone. Like it sets it like it sets yeah. up that whole part. And I just like it I've all the other phone calls were great as well. I really enjoyed um all the other phone calls, but I feel like that first phone call was just perfection in its um execution and its writing and in its pacing of how going to each character was just so it's just like at the at the start, I was like, "Oh, this is kind of funny," and then I was kind of lost that. I got stuck in the moment of how serious this, and my brain just went, "Wow, women in the seventies, imagine being called this because like the c word, Australia, we use it all the all the fucking time, but like you know, like but in America in the seventies or, or Canada, wherever this was filmed, it wasn't very common, and it's a very Canada. derogatory is a derogatory term." for women at the time like especially when he was like saying like um talking about their genitals and all that stuff it was just like this is gross i don't 
I don't like it. Yeah. It yeah. really set up. I, yeah, the I definitely I felt uncomfortable as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I felt pretty uncomfortable as well. I mean, I liked. I actually kind of. I kind of liked a lot of the later phone calls. I think just because the first one was so uncomfortable, and I know I was aiming for no, that, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it was just so gross. But I think, yeah, I agree with you. I think the phone calls were quite scary to me. I I think. It, especially when you know he's like acting like a child where he's like talking about like yeah. oh it's me billy and he's acting like a child and he's like it, you know we have to kill the child we have to like kill it like a war kill it like a war that's like that kind of really scared me because yeah. it's like how um, it's like yeah, how does he those, know all these words effective. it's obvious but like yeah you, know, you could think yeah and we, and, we, and it yeah and i think i think yeah i think this the phone call was definitely were quite were, were quite um scary and they they were uh, tense and you can probably tell when listen to it oh well, he's listening he, he he can hear the conversations that's why he's referring to it um but it was it was quite scary and it was quite tense and it played with um and i'll get into this i guess a little bit with the theater of the mind where you don't know exactly what's exactly going on on the on the other yeah. end of the phone like you yeah. hear the screams is it multiple of people the victims is it not but multiple you, people yeah you know like, like yeah like sometimes you can't tell like is is he torturing like one of the victims that we saw earlier or is he like yeah. making up the voice like it's it's scary and it is scary it's really tense and i think that's one of the biggest positives for this film is is these phone call scenes that, that kind of make it unique <coughs> and it is they they are quite scary they are quite tense and um it it does play into another positive that i want to get into the kind of theater of the mind aspect where yeah this film relies a lot on like not showing you everything but you know maybe you hear it through these phone calls like screaming and like um you know all these weird voices i mean i i loved going to like directing because I'm, I'm now just going to pivot now to another positive of mine mm-hmm. um is that w- what i also love with the theater of the mind is that there's a lot of cool shots in here where you know he's masked in shadow like for example when he was like holding the hook you know, uh, up in the mm-hmm. attic, where you yeah. see his hands on the hook. That's really scary, and mm-hmm. I really do like the concept where, like, you don't, you don't, like, you don't fully know what's going on. Like, you don't fully yeah. see, you know, all these like murder sequences, yeah. but you can tell something horrible is happening. You can tell something's horrible with him, and you imagine like what is, what is going on. And I want to, and I think I think that's really cool about this film is that this this out of any film I've seen is probably one of the biggest like theater of the mind experiences mm-hmm. where you're like, what, what, what is going on? It's scary. It's also, especially like with the ending, I think it still kind of plays with a bit of the theater of the mind. Do you mind, do you yeah. mind if I talk a little bit about the ending of what I liked about no, it? No, yeah, you, you can go to the ending. Um, yeah, I think what was really cool about the ending, I know I feel a little bit mixed on it, Same. but I also kind of like it mm-hmm. where like the ending is like really like dark and cool because like you spoilers, obviously, cause we're now, we're now spoilers, talking about yes. it. Um, you find out that Peter isn't the killer. You kind of uh, realize that oh, the killer's still there. Yeah. Billy's still in the attic, and which was that obvious bit, for me. I was I'll, like, I'll, yeah, no I'll, shit. I'll get, I'll get, <laughs> I'll get into that. Yeah, I'll get into that because I like that bit. I feel a bit mixed about. But what was really yeah. scary is that you know he's in the attic still, and you know that our main lady is like in in her bed, and yeah. we don't see what happens to her. All we kind of hear is like a phone call coming from the house, and you mm-hmm. was and you could leave that as any way you like. Yeah. That could just mean that who's that phone call coming from? 
But for me, probably for you as well, probably for most people, we're thinking, oh, she must have been killed and that's why he's calling. Yeah. And that is such a kind of cool ending. It's like, oh, shit, is that what happened? But you don't know. Like, you don't know. There's mm-hmm. no kill scene. There's no <coughs> her, like, uh, yeah, being attacked. But it leaves you on that ambiguous note, that kind of theater of the mind where mm-hmm. you don't know, like, fuck, did he just go down and kill her? Like, and that that's intense that's intense mm-hmm. and a lot of people have different theories a lot of people might go like no 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 you know uh it's all fine he's just, that could be a phone call from someone else but it, it's 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 that kind of cool ending that even at the Believe end you, you feel unsettled even at the end you don't know exactly what's going on but i will get into the ending because i don't fully love it and i'll get to it. that yeah to the in the negatives yeah any other uh, positives that you have before yeah, we maybe I, move on I have a few more um, positives of... Um, oh, negatives? I love the directing camera work and um, in the audio. Uh, I love the man in the police station who breaks down laughing at um, at the guy, even though it was kind of out of nowhere. But I love... He's just a, he's just a different sergeant next to the lieutenant, and he just breaks down laughing. I just I love that guy. It felt like a blueprint. Sure. Um, it felt... Yeah, I, I talked about that before... The reveal, even though the reveal of it mm-hmm. coming from the house is a bit, is not my favorite because it's like, doesn't really make sense. Like, wouldn't you be able to hear, hear, hear them? But then like, I, the idea I, of it, I feel like it gets me more of like, you know, like, I feel like this is a common thing nowadays where like, it's like, oh, the killer was there the whole time. You know, that always happens like now, but like, I felt like back then, like it felt, it was such, it was so much more of a twist of like, oh shit, yeah. the killer was in the house the whole time. Even though we knew that, like for the characters to finally not feel safe in their own home and the idea of the calls coming from the house. Because like from that point, it's like, how is he making these phone calls? Like, how is he, where does he have this phone? Like, we don't know where this phone is. Even though like, I still don't really know exactly where the phone is. I think it's in the mother's den or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, I think they showed. I think yeah, they, they show it, the but like they only say they have two like... phones, except for the one in the mother's den. Well, I anyway. I, anyway, yeah, I, I think just, he, the he idea has gone down to that phone. Yeah, the idea of it is very cool. I think it's in the mother's den. I just the idea of it. Also, yeah, I, I agree yeah. with you. Just, I just want to quickly build on that. I agree with you. I think for me, um, the final like twenty minutes of the movie is just really good. Like, I really yeah. love. I love that because that scene is like really intense when yeah. she finds out and, you know, he's, the cops are trying to get to her and, yeah. you know, uh, the cop is like, you got to get out of the house and stuff like that. Yeah. I think that was really tense yeah. and I think that was really good. Also, I, love I, how... I, I thought I thought that was the strongest part of the film, in my yeah. opinion, was that like final yeah. last act or 20 minutes. Yeah. I love how the lieutenant is like, Nash, if you fuck this up, I'm going to kill you. Favorite part of the movie. Um, uh, mm-hmm. I talked about the isolation uh uh all scenes all scenes with the killer especially when uh jesse finds uh, jess finds the body and then him in the crack of the door and just his eyeball and then he just slowly just fades mm-hmm. back that shit's fucking creepy because mm-hmm. he doesn't do anything yeah, he, doesn't, really he, doesn't, shots in this. he doesn't react he just stays there and kind of goes it kind of goes back and she pushes it and he's still whispering under his breath like he can't control it it's like uh mm-hmm. it's creepy and I and the first my last There's big really, yeah, positive really good shots. And the first big positive, um, the subtle and non in your face scares. Of like not every scare was like in your face and like blah, this is a scare. It felt like it lets the stress build and stay within you and there wasn't a massive orchestral 
string, you know, it, it, it kind of kept subtle. Yeah. And, be- and before we move on to the negatives, I just want to say a couple of things. Yeah. The kill sequences were great. I think in my opinion, mm-hmm. uh, when they were there, they, for the most part, they were good, except for some that, you know, some of them that were like yeah. off, off screen, but like, you know, there's really iconic moments within yeah. the film. Like realizing uh, you know, the police officer. When he, yeah. Oh yeah. With the unicorn. When he comes in with the yeah. spiky. The unicorn is yeah. my favorite I mean, kill. <coughs> the unicorn yeah, is I mean, my we, favorite we, kill. We all know how iconic that is. Yeah. But yeah, lots of cool stuff. Uh, interesting themes. Great directing. Uh, use of shadows. Great. Yep. So. Yeah. But now. Re- now the reveal now of the we'll killer. To... Yeah. All right. So now it's time for us to talk about our negatives. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think. Because we were talking about this earlier, I'll just start off with one. I think there are moments within the film where there was like certain like comic relief like characters or like moments that I yeah. don't think fully fit to me. Mm-hmm. Like they were enjoyable watch. Like the main the main character that I'm really talking Nash. about is I forgot the, Nash. Is that it? Yeah, Nash, yeah, the Nash. cop. I I think he's fine on his like I, I think it's kind of he's alright. Like he he has like nice like kind of funny moments, but to me I feel like. Mm-hmm. kind of him being the comic relief character and us kind of knowing he's a comic relief character and there's like certain moments where he's playing as the comic relief character that it kind of took away from you know the horror of the movie to me yeah like like for example it, like it's even meant to be really intense and the whole scenario is yeah. meant to be thrilling and then suddenly we're like haha joke joke anyway back to the scare you know, yeah, I yeah and I feel like for, even in that final like 20 minutes that really tense like uh, moments where like it was his job to go like um, tell tell her to slowly like leave the house without saying hey there's someone in there yeah. Um, although I think that scene was tense I just think that like him making a mistake was like oh it's a comic relief character making a mistake that kind of just but took it took think, away from me I think I don't know that can be taken as serious as well and not just funny because like he yeah of course. He's got this girl on the phone that's like, oh, yeah, like, I'll just get my uh, friends who's upstairs sleeping. And he's like, no, there's, so- there's someone in the house. Like, because, like, she's just like, oh, yeah, I'll just get my friends. And he's like, no, go out by yourself. And I feel like he just doesn't have the constitution or uh, have the foresight to not say anything. Yeah. So, like, I, I mean, I, I, it, it can is, be yeah. funny, but it could, it could be taken as this guy just really just Oh, like, of course. Of course. Yeah. I just, yeah, I, don't, I just don't know. Like, I don't. I felt just a bit there was like some moments throughout the film as well, not even just his character, mm-hmm. that it had like comedy that didn't feel like it it, it suited the kind of the dark yeah. turn of the film because it's very yeah. it's a very dark not very dark film but like no yeah it, it kind of is yeah, to it a is degree a film, yeah and even then even when there's like that scene where it was like two random search party people knocking yeah. on the door and acting all I don't know whatever and yeah. kind of laughing as they leave I I don't know it just. It wasn't bad, but it just kind of took away from how dark and serious this film could have been. Although I yeah. do, I do think, yeah, it's good that it's embracing yeah. some sh- kind of elements. But I, I'm I don't not know. sure if uh, if we record this part. But I remember, like, I really liked that scene because, like, at the end of it, it was like, oh yeah, let's knock on the door, and then suddenly, like, uh, they realized that, like, oh shit, this is the only locked door we yeah. have. Like yeah. That. The, like it, the comedic part turned into a dark part, so I, I, I was fine with that one. Okay, but do you? I mean, do you have any issues with the comedy stuff, or do you think it's fine? No, yeah, I have the same issues. Like, I feel like, um, like a kind of like pointless comedy. I guess. No, that kind of fits with the character because with the one with the poster with the old lady flipping them off, like that's meant to like show uh, how 
like how the father is like kind of like not comfortable with her daughter being here because of this crude things and she's trying to hide the poster of the hippies you know like so like uh-huh. i feel like that 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 fits the the point of the father but i think all the things you said about nash i did like the part where the police officer just started laughing his ass off at um the phone number not the whole scene i think the scene could have just ended and not had the whole part when nash is like it's a crude thing isn't it and then police officer's laughing at him I, mean, I didn't need all that i could have just had the officer laughing in the background and that that's the whole thing but no yeah i agree with you yeah i mean and also building off that like i i don't actually i don't find it too bad but there were like sometimes like there's you know there's like lots of like uh sexual kind of like undertones and like kind mm-hmm. of uh, what's the word for it where it's a bit like icky or like um i'm not, I'm not sure how to describe it but um I put this in my mixed category because I have nothing really like against it, but also it feels a bit weird in this film. It's just when there's like lots of like, um, kind of gross like kind of undertones, like everything's kind of there's like even there's like sexual artwork everywhere, and there's like mm-hmm. some kind of yeah. Sometimes even with that like rude nanny yeah. uh, photo, uh, photo collage, like I thought it was kind of funny, but I don't know, I don't know. It just felt a bit like they're trying to be kind of rude. this film is like trying to be as rude as it can be. Yeah. That I I don't think it fully kind of, I, I don't think, think it fully kind of fit with me, especially with that um character who's like you know drunk all the time and is like yeah, always acting rude and always um saying sexual stuff. I I have nothing against her, but I just I don't know maybe maybe I, maybe I wasn't ready for all the stuff, but I have nothing against it. I I don't mm. I don't know. I I just feel like sometimes it could have been too heavy handed on no, yeah, some of the sexual rudeness. But on the same time, that's kind of also what the, make the film makes the film unique. I don't know. I I put it in my mixed it's category. Mixed. Like I have nothing yeah, against yeah, it, yeah. but I also feel kind of like weird. Not weird about it, but I just feel like. Uh, but on the same mm-hmm. time, it's it's alright. But that's oh, just yeah. in my mix. Yeah. Like I, uh, it's not it's not a full on negative. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's a negative of yours, Louis? My my biggest one of my biggest negatives is uh, how the film kind of just like doesn't really. I don't really know what it is. It's not like it's not a whodunit, you know. It's yeah. like it's like I wrote like it's hard to tell if it's being a whodunit or really what the point of some of the scenes are, and uh, like uh, scenes are and and for plot points as the characters' motivations and anger soon becomes weird. As we all know, the killer is in the roof, uh, and the fo- and one and on the phone. So we know it's not Peter. Like it's not Peter. Like I like the whole time I was mm-hmm. like it's not Peter. There's no way Peter could be doing this. So yeah. the character's like going like, and then like that whole plot point of could Peter be the the killer is like, like more than halfway through the movie. So it's like, yeah, most of the movie it- is searching for this uh this uh, uh the girl, and then like it's like oh okay like it's not a who done it. It's just this like weird thing like where is the killer? But then it becomes a who done it. Yeah, and I'm like. And like all the characters are like it's Peter, but like as as audience, I'm not like it's not Peter. I'm like I'm not Trent telling the characters it's not Peter. I'm kind of distracted. Like it's not Peter. Like I feel, yeah, like, and it's the, also, feel yeah. like the film is trying to convince me. Like hey, it's Peter. I'm like no. I mean there there Peter. was moments where I, there were moments that I was like oh it could be Peter because like if I'm looking at you know the 
killer. Like, you know that scene when he has, like, the unicorn stuff? Yeah. He looks like Peter. Like, he's got the he's same just a eyes. White guy. He's got this. He's got the. I know, but he's got the <laughs> same kind of hair. He's got the same kind of hair as Peter. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that, that could but very Peter, well but be that Peter. Ca- but that guy's been in the roof but, the whole movie. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know, but but on the same and time, Peter was doing saw, a piano we recital across we, we the way. Also, I know, but on the same time, we did see at the start of the film, you know, how he can easily get up to the attic and how he can probably get out of the attic. Yeah. But I, I like, I wasn't like, I, I knew that like, oh, it's too obvious to be Peter, so it's not yeah. Peter. But there were there were like moments where like I was like, oh, okay, it could very well be Peter. But on the same time. Then it's not really that great of a whodunit if they're doing like a whodunit. Yeah. Like it's uh, like, I you only give us like one option. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know, know if I, it I, even I, is a yeah. whodunit. You know, like I don't. Yeah, I can't and I categorize will say, it. I will say, and I, I got, I'm going to connect to this with kind of the ending. Like I thought it was, yeah, it was kind of cool that oh yeah, they got the one guy. It isn't Peter, yeah. but then I kind of felt like oh, well, this is kind of pointless. So it's just like a random guy. It's just a random yeah, killer. When you kind of were making like a film. To... The whole movie was yeah. kind of like, oh, is it a whodunit? It's like, it doesn't... I yeah. feel like it didn't really know what it was. And it, it kind of just it, kind of annoyed me. Because I was like, oh, it's, okay, it's just some it's just some random guy, yeah. is it? Okay. I feel like that is a and, cool ending if it's like... Uh, if it goes more into that thing and not just like, oh, it's Peter at the end. And like that storyline only happens like when there's half an hour left. So it crams in all this, it's Peter, it's Peter, it's Peter, it's not Peter, end movie. And it's like, if yeah, this but, was like the yeah. whole movie, is it Peter? Then like at the end when it's revealed, it's not Peter. Even if it's really obvious that's not Peter, at least the whole movie would have been trying to get that point across and not be at the very end of it of like, I guess so. it's Peter. In, but even so, then, like the, even then there were like scenes where I'm like, oh, Peter's coming down the better. stairs that I'm like, oh, they're setting up to easily be Peter. But it's just like, I don't know. It yeah, felt that's like, what I mean. I felt that's like, at like the uh, very end of the movie. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, I feel like they, but I also felt like oh, if you're not gonna do like the who done it, who's is it Peter? Give us like I don't I don't love the fact that it is just literally some random guy yeah. and he has like no like, explanation. Who is it? Like, what is of the motivation? Why he's what there. is yeah? Mo- like give yeah. us like something like maybe like a story about there was a guy named Billy whatever yeah. whatever or like maybe there's like some kind of connect like some some yeah just some kind of backstory, not a lot. But yeah. just something because it kind of just felt like, yeah. oh, okay, so it's just some random guy, and I just felt really underwhelmed by the end of it. Yeah. Like I was I, like, oh, I like, okay, I like the mystery of like, um, he's saying like Billy, Billy, and doing all that weird shit of like weird nonsense story, and like I'm like, oh, this is really cool. Like none of the characters know what's going on. We don't know what's going on, and then like this guy's just spewing random nonsense. I'm like, that's really cool. But the movie just ends with just like nothing. Like, it, it ends with Peter yeah. being called uh, the villain, and then it ends with just the guy still living in the rooftop. And it just feels like, oh, that was it? Like, the whole... If they yeah. feel like they, they did a twist or they or they made that plot point actually, yeah. like, a through line to something creative or, or, like, kind of cool, it just kind of, like, just stayed and plateaued through the whole movie and, like, oh, okay, that guy was just a guy, a crazy guy. Yeah. And I kind of like the mystery of, like, this guy... No one, no one has no idea. No one, we don't know who it is. I kind of do, kind of enjoy that. Yeah, I kind I, of do. I get that. Yeah, I kind of do I, enjoy I guess that. that yeah. Um, uh, I kind of do that. Enjoy that. Like, I don't know who this. The backstory of Billy. Yeah. Or that, like, yeah. Like, that's like, that cool. Be, but it's a movie yeah. just ends. Like, if the movie had a better ending, maybe I'd appreciate the this abruptness of this random story 
and maybe if it had a better like um like it made peter or made a different character seem more like this other character i don't know it just felt like yeah i really enjoyed that until the end where it was like oh it felt pointless yeah i mean it i i also i agree with you that like yeah we don't have to fully know the backstory of uh billy or whatever like that i think i think there is a bit of like um like oh what could it be we can just imagine you know who is this billy character with the little stuff that we've heard of but i yeah i will say that it kind of felt like oh okay some random guy and it just kind of felt felt disconnected the story felt so personal you know it felt so personal like this guy is saying rude and crude things to these women and they're like they're making them feel uncomfortable and vulnerable and like all that stuff in the in the pregnancy story with peter and then just realizing like oh the killer is just a random guy saying i'm going to kill you and being creepy i'm just like oh it just kind of loses its its personal touch of this character there's a story and i'm just like left with like oh it literally is a faceless killer who has no anything Okay. Yeah, I mean, I and I don't fully hate the com- yeah. like the app the the complete ending. Like, I like the you know the phone call bit at the end. Like, oh god, is she dead or whatever like that? Yeah. That's kind of cool. But yeah, also, I, the I police will officer doesn't point. pick up the phone. The police officer just stays outside while the phone is ringing. I find yeah, that funny. I mean, he, Peter's been you know, lo- you know, he's dead. It's, I know, but there's a phone good, call. Man. It's the all good. The police officer should no, pick no, it up. It's not. It's nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Anyway, well. Okay, cool. So I'll I'll move on to another one. Uh, yeah. first, okay, I don't know if this is like a full blown bad negative. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you would agree at all, but I felt like the movie kind of started too quickly for my taste. I don't know. I I don't know if you you probably didn't feel this, but I felt like the movie like I know other films like Halloween already starts with like a kill sequence at the start, but um, to me I felt like oh I I would have loved I don't know it felt a I felt a bit icky to me. This isn't a full-on negative. This is kind of more of like a little nitpick. Mm-hmm. Is that I I feel like it would be cool. It would have been really cool if we just like established the characters and the setting first and whatever like that. But I feel like right at the start, we're already in like Billy's perspective as he hops yeah. over the fence and gets into the house. Mm-hmm. That it kind of feels a bit like, oh, oh, like it feels like, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I would have liked there to be more of an establishment of the atmosphere, the characters, the setting yeah. of Christmas sure. Day. And they kind of do that. But it's always like intercut straight away at the start with like Billy like hopping over stuff and hopping in and you know POVing and go, uh, going through and I was like I I I I didn't mind it but I felt like it just started way t- to to me I just would have liked an establishment yeah of like character setting sure. first so we get the mood and then it happens like I don't think we even I mean I guess we did need to see that he goes into the attic but on the same time I think that kind of takes away a little bit from the phone call like i i don't know uh i don't know i maybe we could have just had the phone call first and we didn't need to see him like struggle to get into yeah upstairs i feel like maybe the not have the i feel like POV that kind of takes away the attic and just having the phone call and then we realize it's from inside the house because like i don't think we need to see him like you know be outside and him getting into the house and then yeah. the call coming from the house like i feel like that might I feel like that took a little... Like, it had some great it kinda, shots. It feels disconnected. It's like he's he's in the but house, that but also he's also kinda, making a phone but, call. Yeah. And now knowing that he's just, like, some random guy kind of makes it funny to me. Like, he's just like, yeah, just oh, like I'm going to go in there. Like, why is he jumping up. in this house? <laughs> you know, like... Like, it, okay. it, it, I don't know. It, feels, it just felt like... 
it maybe would have been scarier if he just started with that phone call. And because yeah. I don't think we needed to see him hopping into that. Yes, we mm-hmm. need to establish that the attic is like his main place, but we don't. I don't think he establishes that it's his main place. We just see him like go up into the attic and then go downstairs. Like we don't yeah. see him. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I. But on the same time, we do need to establish straight from the start that this is the killer's kind of POV, and I get that. Yeah, but and maybe like, this is what we're going to be seeing. You could have started the movie with his pov but he's just peeping through windows and then we go into the house and not have him do the whole climbing yeah. the thing the whole doing parkour whole parkour and him going no, oh, and oh, i think oh. it's impressive filmically like i feel yeah, filmically you doing that is impressive and i don't hate it but mm. it kind of maybe makes the killer more human kind of makes him more yeah. like oh yeah it's just like it's a guy doing that like i don't know that may be the point but I felt like it was just a little bit less scary, and it kind of just started yeah. right away. Right away, like this is the killer. You're looking at the POV of the yeah. killer, and I'm sure, I'm sure other films do that. Like, yes, Halloween yeah. did that, but that on the same time, that did that to serve a purpose. You were like, oh, mm. it's a child. What the hell? We never would expect yeah. that. And like that, that felt like purposeful, and that wasn't yeah. that. And then that was kind of just, that was like separate. Like that was just like yeah. an opening kind of scene. Yeah, that also, isn't necessarily the rest of the film. And yes, Jaws does that as well, but it's yeah. like. I don't know. Also, I, like, I, having, I don't know. having the killer jump through the window at the start and, like, be in the attic. And then later on in, I think, the same, like, area, we, uh, uh, Jess gets a phone call from Peter going, like, hey, I'm, like, just finished piano. I'm tired. I've just been doing this for three days. You know, like, again, like, establishing that, like, we've seen the killer jump through a window and do all that crazy shit. And then have Peter call from the other thing you know it could be misdirect but also it kind of goes into like have show it's like it's showing your cards too early you know it's like showing like this is it's it's like going like it's like if they showed of like the shark in jaws like a wide shot of the shark and then did the pov of the shark it's like well we know it's a creepy shark like we see it the pov is is not as scary anymore you know so i don't know Sure, yeah. Anyway, I just, I just, for some reason for me, I just felt like the start kind of just happened too fast and the whole, like, PFE yeah. jumping into the... Just felt like... I don't know. I don't know. It just took a... It was, it was cool. I think it's cool and impressive. And But this is more like of a nitpick. Like, I'm fine this being the start, but, like, yeah. I, I think... I don't know. It just took away a little bit from, you know, establishing a kind of, you know, an atmosphere and a... Yeah. And and the characters first because it yeah. feels like now this film is about the killer, not really about the characters because that's a kind of the f- one of the first things we yeah. see is that POV. And I feel like this film, you know, it's more about the main protagonist lady mm-hmm. than J- Jess. Mm-hmm. And I also have like a small nitpick on Jess. Well, I'm just gonna say it now because like it's a, okay. it's a ma- it's a, such a tiny oh, yeah. nitpick. At the start, like she was like shouting all her lines, and that kind of like bugged me a little bit. She was like, yeah. ah! <laughs> she, was like, she wasn't like that, but hello? she was like, hello? Oh, hello, there's someone here. Who are you? Who are you? It's like, oh, that kind of bugged yeah. me out. I was like, I was like oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, but I, I just like um, all of her okay. acting comes from her voice. She's just like, hello, hello. And it's just like this really great. So, I can't British hear accent. you. I can't everyone, hear you. Shut it's up. Like, the part, everyone, the party's over. I was, yeah. It was just too loud. I was like, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, but that's just a nitpick. That's just yeah. a nitpick. No, um, right. What's another thing kind of my next like is uh kind of involves like the movie starting too soon i feel like a lot of this movie a lot of scenes could just be cut out like a okay, lot yeah. of, like it feels like there's some plot there's pointless plot points 
there's some uh, pointless like a uh, character motivation and there's some pointless like scenes that's like it makes the film more fun and it, it, it makes the scene more full in a way but i feel like there are a lot of um scenes that just like it just serves no purpose like um like uh technically seeing uh like the whole um dead 13 year old in the park like it's cool like it, it adds like oh there's a dead 13 year old in the park and like did the guy kill her why did the guy kill her i don't know it was just a dead 13 year old and it adds like the search party element but you could have that whole search party element with the the girl who dies in the attic like there's really like i don't know it kind of feels like there's not an extreme point to it i feel like an argument could be made that like mob mentality or something i don't know like there could be an argument that's like evil dies tonight yeah michael evil dies tonight there could be an element that could be argued that it's actually like a it's a metaphor or like it's it's like talking about how useless the police are and like i don't know it just to me watching the movie it kind of like a lot of time goes into that and it just it just becomes an excuse for characters not to be places and there's also um like uh scenes of people talking and interacting that just like are completely useless and just for comedy like the comedy bits like not that they weren't funny it's just they just weren't really there and i feel like this movie could have been like this movie was like almost two hours long and like it's like an hour and 43 minutes and i'm like this movie could have been a breezy an hour and a half like it could have been so much shorter and so much a tighter script but then it just adds all these points and characters and scenes and i'm like this is i i it could have been so much like uh sidelined but yeah yeah um i don't have too many other negatives to be honest um Um, let's see if i do oh yeah i didn't i didn't like the score the score i I didn't love it because it just like just a character would be talking and it would just be like hey hey guy i'm like oh (laughs) like the score would just like come out of nowhere in a scene that didn't need it and like the score was just the same. I mean, like the main like score. Maybe there's like more digestive. I mean, I, I, didn't, I, I didn't notice it. I yeah, I, like, I didn't necessarily notice. It, it was literally just like a piano just going do 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 in the background, and then like it would just happen. I'm like, this isn't a creepy scene. Why is there this piano music? And it would just like, and it's the exact same like uh, chord progression every time, and I'm just like, it just got repetitive, and I got bored of it. Okay. You know, there's like. Like the plot doesn't really get progressed. It's people just kind of sit around until there's a phone call. Like it doesn't feel like there's any like stakes or like people doing anything. There's not like a search that is going to accomplish anything. There's not like a character that's actually going to accomplish anything except for when the phone calls because we ultimately know that the killer is in the, the in the attic. So this feels like there's a lot of needless scenes and points and middling and a lot of um similar um scenes that like feel unnecessary and uh and how can the killer not be heard maybe it's in the attic and it's very soundproof because like they say like the killer is in the mother's den is taking the phone call from that house which i think is from the where the mother in the den sleeps because it's from we see it's from that point of view and, but then, like, so he has to do that fucking parkour back into the house, seen by no one. 
and then and then kill a kill a person conveniently while carol singers are singing it just feels like a lot of convenient plot devices to go like hey this killer can't be seen and like this killer can't be heard even though he's screaming and like making all these like noises i don't know far-fetched all right well that's all the negatives for me is that all the negatives for you that's that's pretty much all the negatives for me cool let's rate this baby and i honestly don't even know what i'm gonna give it so i i feel like there's so much good and like great stuff in this movie but it's let down by a lot of stuff yeah i feel like a lot of the stuff i do give like a negative towards is stuff that i can just like i can look past like to be honest yeah, I can look past. Like to be yeah. honest, like it's besides like maybe the like the whole ending with like Billy and stuff like that, where it does kind of feel a little bit pointless. Yeah, I a lot of the stuff like the comedy like is fine. It's still fun. Yeah, yeah, it's taken away from the horror, but it's like it's still fun to me. And it's like yeah, a lot of this I can just give it the benefit of the doubt. I think it's fine. Yeah. It's so like, uh, for that reason, oh okay, yeah, actually you go, you go. No, no, it's it's like how like saying? I have more negatives for this movie than and other movies that I would put in this category of this ranking, because like you know like like Scream Five, I like that movie is just good to me, but like I don't mm-hmm. have as much negatives in that movie than this one. But this movie that has a lot more like actual like oh shit that's really good, like like actual like yeah. really good moments, but some stuff that brings it down to like an even. So you let yeah. So I'm still I don't know. Not sure. I I still don't. Yeah, I don't fully know how what to get this film. I, I, think, I think I think if I watch it again and I just if I I feel like oh. it's like I could watch this again and like yeah. it could be a yearly Christmas tradition to watch this Black Friday yeah, movie. I'm bound to like I'm yeah. bound to like this movie more upon rewatch. I yeah. just uh, I, I I don't even know what I'm gonna give it. I honestly don't. I came unprepared. I uh, think, Lou, do you want to go? And then maybe that might sway my opinion. I what what think, are we going to give it? I think right now... Oh, wait. Should we do the rating system first? So if you oh, guys... Yeah. I'll quickly... Yeah. If you don't know what the rating system is, I'll just quickly say it now. At the very bottom, we have Shit Show. This is like zero stars, basically. Then above that, we have uh, Boris and Get Out the Door, which... Uh, uh, Shit Show is just basically it's horrible. We hate it. There's nothing good about it. Then Boris and Get Out the Door is basically like, uh, it's boring. It's not that great. It's really kind of basic, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't. We don't love it, but and, and we and we might leave the theater. I don't think we leave the theater, but it's it's just not great. Um, then above that is a disappointment. Am I correct? Disappointment. Book appointment for disappointment. Which is based book appointment for disappointment. Which basically is that like it's a film that could could have been great. It had a lot of elements that could have made it like a decent film, but it, there's so much going against it. And maybe we thought it it could have been a lot more than what it is, mm-hmm. but it just turned out being a kind of uh, mixed, not great experience, even though it could have been so good. And then above that, it's, hey, it's fun. So this is a film that it's good. It's, it's, it's flawed, but it's still a fun experience no matter what. Um, it's not the best of the best, but it's a decent watch. And yeah, it's just fun. You can put it on. Mm-hmm. Then above that, it's fantastically splendid. Uh, where this is like a really just a great horror movie. It's a fantastic horror movie. Definitely go and watch it. It's it's worth it. It's not you know perfect. It's not a masterpiece, but it definitely is a great one, and it's definitely worth the watch. And it's it's just good. And then above that is classic slash masterpiece, which is basically our five stars, where we think this film is just awesome. It's it's near near flawless. It's 
it's gonna be it's gonna be a classic for years to come or it already kind of is a classic mm-hmm. and it's it's a film that we just love and we think is um almost flawless it's just so good and we love it mm-hmm. so that being said i still don't even know what i'm gonna give it but i think Louis, okay Louis, let me let me try to okay i'll should i think i know what i'm gonna give my okay i'll give it at the start like for the first like half of the movie i was like okay this is just like a hey it's fun because yeah. it's just kind of like i don't i don't love it too much there's a couple mm-hmm. of flaws it's kind of mm-hmm. peeking out at me but there's no doubt that final act or yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah the last 30 40 minutes it did feel tense the atmosphere was yeah. great it felt really cool yeah. and even the ending although i don't love that it's just some random guy did kind of leave you on this cool ambiguous note yeah. that I with the and phone call and I was like, oh yeah, this cool. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's still and it still is impressive. Like I've got to think about back at the time. Yeah, it's seventy four. It's lot before of stuff that's all of like here. we say like, oh, it's not a good who done it, but like there weren't really like yeah, this like, kind of who done it. I mean, yeah, it's, it's better. Blur, but, I, I don't know. know. It, it, there were just still filmically, it's great, and yeah. I think it's still impressive. So I'm gonna give it a fantastically splendid. I think. For me, I still, mm-hmm. I, I, it's not perfect, but even then, the the major flaws I have with the film, besides kind of the ending, I can still be that's okay. I can still be like, that's I'll, right. I'll give it I a low, fantastically I, splendid. Like it's like, yeah, it's like almost like a hates fun and a half, but like I feel like yeah. it's, it's just like so much like good horror in it. I'm like, yeah, just yeah. fantastically splendid. Yeah, yeah, I still think it's, I, yeah, there's some bits in that I'm like, this is impressive. Yeah. And I, yeah, I gotta give it its due. Yeah. All right, that is our rating. But before you go, and thank you for watching, we've got to do a little quiz for the week. Uh-huh. That's right, our quiz for the week. All right, so it's time now to do our quiz, mm-hmm. which is very exciting. Um, so the quiz that we asked you last week, mm-hmm. if I'm, I think, I think, was that like we asked you like what town or what like state or what area because I don't know how America works. Uh-huh. Um. What, where was the Blair Witch Project set? Mm-hmm. And we gave you like a list of, I think, towns or, you know, uh, States areas. areas yeah. um, but the answer was uh, Maryland. So if you guess that, mm-hmm. congratulations. You get 10 points. You grab it. No one else gets it. Put it in your pocket. Keep that it for 10 later. points is yours, buddy. It's keep, yeah, keep it for later. You know, share it with your friends. Don't do that. It's yours. It's, uh, basically, now we have uh, the question I'm going to ask you for this week is it's got to do with Black Christmas. Uh-huh. And uh, during the casting process, here's the question. Who was, who, which actor that we may very well know now was offered the role of Peter but turned it down? Let me list you four people. It's a multiple choice. Ashton Kutcher. We got... Ash, that was one of the no no uh okay so we have uh is it a uh malcolm mcdowell b dustin hoffman c victor garber or d donald sutherland there you go those are your four options one of these people turned it down who who louis do you have a little guess or who do you think it is Donald Sutherland. You think it's Donald Sutherland? All right. Lock in your guesses. And we'll see you next week on the Hoa Herald. Probably in person. In person, probably. Actually, we probably won't see you next. We won't see you for a while, actually. Yeah, this is the last episode for the year and most of January. Yeah, it might very well be the last episode of the year. Could this boy, that one, is going 
I'm underneath you on my screen. Oh, but yes, yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm da- anyway, I'm in Europe. <laughs> no, I'm not going Europe, to Europe. I'm going to Europe. He's going to Europe. I'm going to Europe. Uh-huh. But uh, hopefully this releases somewhere close to the Christmas season. Yeah. And um, we wish you from the whole world, from the bottom of our hearts. A Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas and a Happy New and a Year. Happy New Year. We, and if you don't we celebrate you Christmas, Merry Hanukkah, Merry Zanu, Merry yeah. other holidays, Merry holidays. No, you know, if you don't celebrate Christmas, who gives a shit about you? It's just another day. Yeah, who, yeah, it's just, just another like, day. Spread it like any other day. Who gets a crap? Who cares but about for the Christmas? cool guys, for the cool guys, for the cool Christmas guys, <laughs> cool Christmas. for all the people out there. Uh, no, no, if no, you're seriously. from another religion. Bless you. Happy, happy holidays, happy holidays at least. To everyone. It doesn't matter um, what you celebrate. Have fun time with your family and friends because it's yeah. the holiday. Everyone's off work and school. It doesn't matter it, what yeah. celebrations happen. Celebrate yourself and your friends and family. Mm. And blessed be the Lord. Blessed you know? be the Lord. Just, yeah, we're going to reveal to you. You guys did not know this, but we're actually <laughs> a, a Christian, Christian podcast. channel. Or a Christian channel Ma- podcast. Massive reveal. Massive, massive reveal, reveal. You may guys. not know this, but we... It's been hinting at look you this whole time. Video. Yeah, look, look back at, at our videos. You'll look, see. Look at this. You'll see look, propaganda look, everywhere. Look, look at this. Look uh, at this. Look know. at this. Look back at your video. Look, look back, back at our videos, and you will know that there's yeah. subliminal Christian subliminal. messaging. You'll see Jesus. There's moments. There's moments where I'm like, <laughs> "Blessed be the Lord. Blessed be the Lord." Blessed and you never even realize. Blessed be the Lord. And <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Enough of that. Uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Happy Christmas. New Year. And we see oh, you yeah. next year into 2023. With new videos, maybe. Yes. Yep. And we wish you the best. We wish you a very Merry Christmas. And, uh, yeah, blessed be the Lord. Blessed be the and, Lord. And uh, whatever Lord that may be to you. Whatever Lord that blessed may be, be to you. them. And may and let it be Peter Capaldi. <laughs> oh, Merry Christmas. I st-